Hello, my fellow humans. Welcome to my podcast where we dissect and break down ways to human better. This is episode 68 and my name is Sabrina Victoria. I am your host. Today is November 27th, Tuesday. And today I have a very interesting topic. I had a great conversation with a young man today and it sparked a word that I have not thought about in a while. Self-pity. This is going to be a good one. Join me. She has no business giving advice because all the so-called social norms are against her. But she's here in your world to give her slightly biased, in-your-face opinion on how she thinks you could human better. Follow now to catch all our inspirational words on life, business, love, and learning to empower yourself. And now, your host, Sabrina Victoria. Hello, humans. Today's podcast is being sponsored by Inus Simpson. She specializes in hypnosis in the health and wellness area. She runs podcasts on consciousness, awareness, self-hypnosis, visualization. She broadcasts every Wednesday at 1 a.m. Pacific time. Stay with me. I'll be right back after these messages. If you stop to think seriously about hypnosis, hypnosis can set you on your way to better health can free you from anxiety, phobias, and so much more. Join host Inez Simpson for Hypnosis Everywhere, Inez Simpson and the Simpson Protocol. This show is for anyone from the experienced hypnotist practitioner to the merely curious. Inez Simpson offers tools and insights from the whole world of hypnosis with guests and open discussions. Hypnosis Everywhere, the Simpson Protocol, airs live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health and Wellness. Hello, hello, hello. How is everyone doing today? It is Tuesday, November 27th. I am in Florida and believe it or not, it is a little bit chilly today. I uh, left work and uh, I was actually wearing suit pants and a suit jacket. And I'm not gonna lie, it was a little freaking chilly today, but I am welcoming the chili because I very rarely get to wear cute little suits. I very rarely get to layer up and I very rarely get to use my scarves. I am obsessed with scarves. I brought all of my scarves down from Chicago. I refused to sell them. So every once in a while, Florida gives us a few days sprinkled in where I get to wear a cute little scarf and a cute little suit jacket. So I am super psyched about the next day or two. But anyways, um, today was interesting. I had um, a somewhat uncomfortable and awkward conversation with a young man today regarding his living situation. And I'm not going to get into it too much because, um, you know, it's personal. But um the word self-pity came up and uh, while talking about this, um, he mentioned the fact 
that he's always trying to learn from bad situations. So even though he's going through something sort of tough right now in and amongst his family, um, he's looking at the bright side and he's actually trying to find the good. He's trying to uh, figure out what he can possibly learn from the situation and he is refusing to have self-pity. And I thought that was amazing. Number one, you rarely hear that from people ever. <laughs> but to hear it from a young individual was so, so encouraging to me, uh, not only for his generation, but even just for him. I'm very, very excited to, um, to kind of watch him grow and blossom into a young man. And, um, you know, with that sort of mindset that can get you far, I will admit that I did not learn that mindset until I was probably late twenties, early thirties. I was a huge advocate of being a victim, huge advocate of self-pity. I loved to dwell, um, on uh, all the things that were happening. Now, I did always have a very optimistic outlook. So if you ever, you know, my friends would give me a hard time sometimes because if you ever talked to me, I was always happy um, and I was always fine. And I used to get scolded sometimes by individuals saying, I know you're not fine. Like, talk to us. Let us know what's going on. I know you're not fine. And, um, whether I did talk or I didn't talk, a lot of times I didn't talk because I didn't necessarily want to be a drain on people's worlds. And that's kind of what I'm going to touch on <clears throat> today. Um, but that was the majority. There was certain individuals such as my mom or my best friend where I did, um, take a lot of time talking and explaining my feelings and feeling very, very much like a victim and having a lot of pity for myself and where I was at in my world. So I feel like I was sort of well-balanced. I had an idea of what this was and how detrimental it was for myself and also for my peers. Uh, however, I did at times go into a very dark spot, whether it was with, with somebody or on my own. Uh, there was many, many countless nights where I would stay up crying, uh, stay up wasting time, thinking, pondering, re-evaluating conversations or instances over and over and over and over again, beating myself up mentally and emotionally about things that had happened in my life that were somewhat out of my control um, and somewhat in my control and uh, just feeling very sorry for myself. And as I continued to educate myself, as I continued to read, I continued to start to realize the importance of not only, you know, not wasting other people's time, which I had already you know, been aware of and was always very conscious of not, you know, I'm sure all of us know those people who, when you ask them how they are, 
you know, it's like, oh, I'm doing all right, I guess. And then you're kind of forced to, you know, inquire, oh, what's going on? And then they tell you a whole like five or 10 minute story about something, some dramatic thing that's happening in their life that is just so awful. And every single time you talk to them, there just always seems to be something wrong and they're just stuck in their life. And it gets to the point where you almost don't even want to ask them anymore how their day is because you know it's just going to be a ball of negativity. I was already aware that that wasn't something people liked. So, you know, that wasn't me to that extent. Uh, However, I did waste a lot of time on my own, in my own thoughts, scribbling in my own journal, um, you know, replaying things in my head, just wasting time. Like I said, after I started um, educating myself and reading more and, you know, really trying to hone in on how to be a better human, how to human better, I really, um, you know, came up with some amazing techniques, amazing ways to get out of that funk, get out of that self-pity, get out of that victim role and really start leading a healthy, vibrant life and also allowing other people to feed off of my energy, which is very, very important. You know, we're all here um, either around children, raising children, whether you're with brothers or sisters, there's somebody in your world, if not multitudes of people that look up to you and who are viewing you as a role model, whether you like it or not, somebody, if not more than one person is looking up to you. And it's very important to set a good example for your world. Um, and not only does it set a good example, you know, for other people, but then those people will learn to adapt and do better. And then it will actually be a reflection into your world and your world will simultaneously get better because people lead or people follow a good leader naturally. It's just what happens. So, you know, as far as dealing with self-pity dealing with feeling like a victim. The first thing obviously is to be honest with yourself. Are you this type of person? You know, what role do you have with your friends, with your family? Are you the negative one? Are you spending way too much time in the problem versus figuring out the solution? And once you come to realize what areas in your life you may be having these issues and some of us, it just might be one, one thing. Maybe we just always complain about work. Maybe everything else is great. And you ask us about any other topic, everything's phenomenal. But if you ask us about work, oh, Nelly, or maybe it's your spouse. You know, I've been in that situation before where everything in my life was phenomenal. You ask me about anything in my life, it was great. But if you ask me about my spouse, oh, you better sit down, right? So figure it out. Is it all aspects of your life? Is it one, you know, one uh, subject or um, part of your life? Or um, is this something that you're learning to master? Maybe these are some some other pointers that you can take to improve upon, right? Being... Uh, able to human better is all about constantly improving, 
constantly doing better. So, you know, the first thing you want to do is just face it. You know, be honest with yourself. Is this something that you're dealing with? The other thing that you want to be aware of is what triggers it. What are the warning signs? What are the things that happen in your life or what are the things that are said that actually get you to think negatively? And maybe steer clear of those subjects. Take action so that you don't end up in that circumstance or talking about that subject. If it's a touchy subject, steer clear of it. You don't want to waste your time on things or subjects that you can't change. You don't want to waste your time dwelling on things that you don't have any control over. So realize when maybe certain subjects are popping up in your head and you're starting to feel a little down, you're starting to feel a little negative, push those thoughts out, change the subject, move around, stay active, go to the gym, call someone up. Don't talk about that subject. Talk about something else and keep yourself moving. A lot of this also ties back to having a goal. Are you winning in life? In what areas are you winning? In what areas can you have improvement? You have to be a mentally strong person in order to really be honest with yourself on what areas you're having issues with self-pity. And how are you perceiving reality? When you feel sorry for yourself, you likely focus on the bad things going on in your life and you're overlooking the good. We all have good, so much good. You know, I joke, but it's the truth. I joke that you woke up. You woke up this morning. There are thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of people that went to bed last night and did not wake up. That is horrifying. The moment you wake up, it doesn't matter what sort of condition. It doesn't matter what your living situation is. It doesn't matter who's sleeping next to you. It doesn't, nothing matters. If you woke up already, you are blessed. You have so much going. You can do stuff. The only reason you're able to have negative thoughts is because you are alive. That right there is a positive. Focus on the positives. Stop focusing so much on all the negative things in your life. If you start to focus on the one, two, three, five, ten things that are going good in your life, more good will follow. You know, a lot of us get all down and out. Laundry, right? As a as a mother, laundry is never ending. Oh my gosh, so much laundry. Every day I feel like I'm doing laundry. I hate doing laundry. But what does laundry mean? 
Laundry means that I have clothing. Laundry means that I have a washer and dryer that works. What are the positives? Take the negatives. Take all the negatives and turn them to find the positive. Same thing with washing dishes. Washing dishes means you have food on your table. A lot of times it means you have people in your home that you're feeding who love you. You have money to purchase food. You have money to purchase dishes. You have money to purchase the water that cleans the dishes. There are positives all around every negative you could possibly ponder up. And the first one being that you are alive. I know that there's people out there that are dealing with stuff, dealing with things that we cannot even comprehend. But start simple. You are alive. What's next? Now that you are alive, what's next? Don't allow the negative thoughts to turn into self-fulfilling prophecies. Instead of saying things like, I could never put on a presentation as good as this one. Comparing yourself to somebody else. I could never look that good. I could never lose that much weight. I could never stop drinking. I could never stop smoking. Instead of focusing on the negatives, accept the challenge. If you've been trying to quit smoking for years, instead of continually focusing on the fact that you failed, a half a dozen times, instead of focusing on the fact that you are a smoker, instead of focusing on the fact that you've always been a smoker, focus on the individuals who have been smokers and who quit smoking. Google up stories of individuals whose lives have been saved because they stopped smoking. Look up individuals who smoked longer or as long as you who stopped smoking and accept the challenge. Challenge yourself in this life that we're living. You are alive. Challenge yourself to be a better person. Challenge yourself to human better. Practice gratitude. Instead of thinking, oh, I deserve better than this, self-pity, I deserve better than this, is a negative. Is it true? Possibly, yes. But gratitude is saying, I have more than I need. I have more than I need. Think of the food that you waste. Think of all the clothes in your closet. Think of people that are less fortunate than you. Children 
who only meet eat one meal a day. There are children in the United States where the only meal they receive is at school. There are children in America who go to bed every single night hungry. You are blessed. What are your blessings? What are you grateful for? What do you have in your life in abundance? There are things in your life that you have an abundance of. What are they? Focus on those. Be grateful for those and build upon those things. Stop complaining. And this is one thing that I've always done. Always. You could pretty much ask anyone except for my best friend. (laughs) I don't complain. And even my best friend would probably say that I don't complain. But she knows more about me than anybody. Don't complain. All that that does is it wastes your time. It wastes the individual's time, and it makes your problem bigger. It magnifies it. Have you ever heard birds of a feather flock together? Right? Or have you ever heard uh, misery loves company? See, when you're sad, when you're feeling pity for yourself, a lot of times people want to go out and they want to find other people and tell them their story and have them on their side. It's kind of like going to war. Like, listen to my story. Do you agree with my story? Well, then you're on my side. And you try to get as many people as possible on your side as possible to make sure to make yourself feel better about yourself. It's a waste of time. You know, I can think of an incident that happened in my life that was horrifying to me. And just thinking about it gives me the chills. But you know what saddens me looking back now is how much time I wasted talking about it to my mom and to my best friend. I wasted so much of their time. Now, am I grateful? Very grateful for them. I'm very grateful that they took the time to console me and be there for me because I needed them. But I wasted so much time and I could have been so much more productive. I stopped working out. I stopped eating correctly. I fell into a spiral of self-pity, feeling so sorry for myself, giving up on life, so frustrated with my situation and talking and talking and talking and wasting so much time. And there's a part of me at this moment in my life, probably four years later, where I feel bad 
and sort of embarrassed for not being stronger and for wasting so much time. If you think about situations in your life that you're repeating, you know, like an argument with your boyfriend, argument with your mom, argument with your teacher, and then you call up your best friend and you tell your best friend, and then you call up your mom, and then you tell your mom, and then you call up your dad, and then you tell your dad, and then you call up your sister and you tell your sister. How much time you are wasting of yours, first of all, telling the same exact story 10 times, exaggerating as it goes along, and then the amount of time you're wasting with the individuals in your life. Now, I'm not here to say that you can't talk about things that are going on in your life. Obviously, obviously, there's a time and there's a place. But some of us are a little dramatic. And you know who you are. Some of us are a tad bit dramatic. Some of us tell a story. It takes two hours to tell the story. They have to dissect every single itty bitty detail. And rehash it and rehash it and rehash it and rehash it. You know who you are. And if you don't know who you are and you know somebody like this, send this to that person. Let them hear this. They might need some pointers. Venting to people is completely unnecessary. If you are venting to somebody because you're looking to get advice from somebody and then you take the advice, that's one thing. But be careful how much time you are taking to repeat the same story over and over and over again. And be careful how much time you're taking to explain the story. Is this time that you could be used being more productive in your own life? People who constantly have drama in your life, in their life, if you realize they're usually going nowhere. Why? Because they spend so much time talking about all of their problems that they never, ever take the time to jump into the solution, to figure out a solution, to move forward. They're too busy talking about the past and living in the past and rehashing the past that they never, ever have time to actually fully live in the present to push forward into the future. Be mindful. Be mindful of the type of person you are. Be mindful of your time, your family, and your friend's time. And a lot of this has to do with just having an optimistic outlook. You know, you have to realize that there are, you have problems, friends have problems, family have problems that you just can't fix. There's problems that we have in our lives that we just can't fix. They can't be prevented. They can't be solved. There's individuals that die. There's natural disasters. There's health conditions. There's people that are hurt. 
by other people physically, mentally, emotionally. But even with that, it's so important to have a positive and optimistic outlook on your life. Insist on finding the positives. Insist on pushing through to the light, even when it seems impossible, even when it doesn't seem fair, because all you're doing is hurting yourself. You need to learn to build mental strength. Building mental strength is just like building physical strength. like lifting weights, running on a treadmill. You need to eat better. You have to discipline yourself. Developing mental strength requires very similar things. You have to give up destructive thoughts. You have to give up self-pity. You have to give up feeling like a victim. You have to learn to regulate your thoughts, manage your emotions. And most importantly, and something that I am continuing to work on in my life, and I so encourage you, to start implementing this in your life, but you have to stay productive despite your circumstances. You have to. You must. As a fully functional human who's continuing to improve upon themselves day in and day out, you have to stay productive positively productive despite what's going on. I know that we all have things. We all have stuff. There's so much stuff all the time. I get it. And I'm not trying to take away from that whatsoever. And that might even be wrong. Maybe I don't get it. And maybe I never will get it. But what are you learning? What can you pull? Just like the young man said today, when he's in a bad situation, he tries to figure out what he is learning. See, that is a a trait that I have learned over the years. It is not a trait that I was born with. It is a trait that I continue to mold and continue to force on myself because I know that it is so healthy and so good for me and my family. Find yourself learning during times of distress. Thanks so much for joining me here at my podcast, Human Better. Be sure to follow me here on SoundCloud under sabrinavictoria.com. Always healthy, passion-filled content here. I am here to support you in your dreams. 
Reach out to me anytime. I am always willing to hear and guide you to your passion. Much love. Thanks for listening. For more awesome spoonfuls of things only Sabrina can get away with saying, visit SabrinaVictoria.com. And this is a reminder to follow Sabrina Victoria on Facebook for posts straight to your wall as soon as they happen.